Rui, you look very happy today. I'm very happy. I'm on cloud nine. Oh, shall we talk about happiness? Yes, it's another coincidence. <laughs> yeah, we are continuing coincidences on this podcast. Uh, yes, dear listener, in speaking part one, they can ask you questions about happiness. Rory, how would you define happiness? Well, there are two parts to it, in my view. The first is an absence or relatively lower level of ill feeling, and the second is an abundance or a relatively higher level of positive emotions about a situation. So I think you need both to be truly happy. What usually makes you happy? Snuggles? No, um, seriously. When, uh, when I stop working for a second and reflect on my life and how far I've come and everything I've achieved and all of the great things that are happening right now, um, I, can't des- I almost can't describe the feeling of exhilaration that I feel. Um, and then when I get to enjoy the benefits, like the ability to sleep in on a Saturday morning, not today when we're recording, but usually, um, and, and then I get to help people all over the world. It's, it's bliss. I love it. What would you do to make you happy? Well, I'm already quite happy. So it becomes a case of how to maintain that, which isn't very difficult. Uh, it's things like avoiding difficult situations, uh, and I have enough life experience to foresee potential problems. It's almost like a gut feeling now. You can kind of look at a situation and see when things are going awry um, or could potentially go awry. And if we speak about maximizing happiness, uh, maybe it would be meeting and sustaining life goals like having a family or finding and finding joy in seeing that develop. Uh, this is in addition to seeing my circle of friends. They make me pretty happy, um, even though they're all very different people. Do you think people in your country are generally happy people? I think that most people, most places, most of the time are quite happy, or at least they're satisfied with their lives. Um, the two are often conflated, actually. Um, it can't be 100%, otherwise there's no impetus to move forward. Um, despite everything, we're living in quite an extraordinary time, um, with great potential for improvement and development. I think I read somewhere that people in the West, which is where Scotland is, um, are less happy than they used to be for varying reasons. And you can see elements and glimmers of this when people speak about mental illness and dissatisfaction with the way things are more often. But it could be that we're just more aware of these things. So I'd like to err on the side of cautious hope in this case. I think we're quite happy people. What kinds of things make people in your country happy? Things like family and material comfort and a sense of meaning that scaffolds all of that. Um, these are pretty universal things. But uh, if you want me to pick something specific about Scotland, um, we have this reputation for being a bit feisty and working hard to get what we want. Um, and when we do it under these conditions, then we're happy. Uh, that's my opinion. Others might beg to differ, of course. Russian people are quite feisty, for example. Are people in your country happier now than they were 30 years ago? Well, people said that rates of happiness were going down, but my understanding is that they're probably about the same, for, but for different reasons. Um, and the threats to happiness have probably changed as well. Uh, we're more individualistic now, so individual achievement is more likely to produce happiness. We're also um, in the limelight a lot more on social media, so this plays a role in determining how happy people are, whereas before it didn't, because you weren't, it didn't exist. Uh, it's sort of a paradox, because while we're all, we all want to be seen as individuals, we crave the approval of the crowds to keep going. Um, however, since more people are looking after their mental health now, I think we are happier despite some counterindications. 
What makes you feel unhappy? Well, any kind of physical or emotional pain. The worst for me is that I feel like I'm unable to progress further. So I was a little down a couple of weeks ago because I hurt my ribs at the gym. I thought I'd actually cracked my ribs, but it turns out I just had a spasm. So I had to lay off it for a little while, which retarded my progress a bit. Um, but I recovered because I reminded myself that it's not a race and I got back in the saddle easily enough. What do you do when you are unhappy? I try to analyze the situation and see what the problem is. Obviously, there's like this initial reaction of like, oh, I'm unhappy. But then you can't just stay there. You have to move forward. Um, and usually I can just avoid being upset by things by reciting a few mantras in my head. Uh, I suppose sometimes if the unhappiness is more persistent, it's because I haven't eaten or slept in a while and I'm hungry and tired as a result. Um, and when you when you understand that, you can pinpoint and tackle the cause. Um And of course, I'll vent to my friends. Everybody does that. It's good for decompression. What's your happiest moment, Rory, in your life? I mentioned it a while back, actually. Uh, someone special met me off the plane when I came back to Russia a few years ago. And was I wasn't expecting him to do that. It wasn't you. It was another attractive blonde. <laughs> um, th that wasn't the reason why it was special. It was because I really loved them. Um, it was it was nice. Um, this feeling of someone caring about you um And they care enough about you to set this whole thing up completely under the radar. It was like quite a surprise. Uh, and I often think about that moment. Um, it's sad because it's over now, but I'm glad I had that feeling at least once in my life. Sweet. Thank you very much, Rory, for your happy answers. I hope they made you happy. So, happiness. What else can we say? We can say sheer bliss. And we can talk about being on cloud nine. It's such a cliche. Mm. But, it is, yeah, yeah. But and no one says this. <laughs> no? I've I'm never said it nine. without any irony. Like, mm. Yeah, so we can kind of like uh, be ironic. I'm on cloud nine, you know. <laughs> yeah, so sheer bliss could be a synonym for happiness. Sheer bliss is better. Um, I'm... Um, I don't know. We don't really talk about positive emotions that much. We have a million ways to describe negative emotions, but not very many to describe positive ones. This podcast is full of positive vibes and positive emotions. But not positive vocabulary. We don't know the words. No, we do know the words. Tell us Look, the words. Yes, I'm going to tell you the words. Okay, right. I'm satisfied with my life. That's not happiness. That's right, satisfaction. Right, okay, fine. <laughs> Contentment. That is also not happiness. Oh, please. Oh, you're a pain in the neck. Uh, there's a good one. Shiny. That's a great one. They say that a lot in Firefly. Shiny. Yeah, I'm shiny. <gasps> yeah, that's cool. I like that one. Um, it's well, it's slang though, so maybe not the best for I'm shiny. Hmm. shiny. What are you on? Do you okay, want an okay. honest answer to that question? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, mm, but but you can like you can kind of paraphrase like uh, I was delighted. There we go. I I was. Uh, Uh, content or I'm content with my life because again contentment is this feeling of uh, satisfaction oh, again not the same What? hyphenation you can hyphenate your words you can say I'm more than content uh, there you go that's a that's a euphemism yeah. not a euphemism that's paraphrasing happiness I'm more than content with my life I'm thrilled I'm thrilled overjoyed yes. there we go why didn't I use any of these words yeah we can say uh, sheer happiness sheer bliss Pure happiness, perfect happiness. You can say, I'm filled with pure happiness. I cry with pure happiness. Sheer is a good one, though. Sheer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, sheer is another one for saying, like, completely. Um, so, like, sheer arrogance, sheer happiness. It's like the maximum. 
Yep. It's yep. cool. I like that one. I'm going to use it more. Yep. Advanced word, uh, which collocates well with uh, sheer bliss, sheer happiness. When you are unhappy, you can say, I'm dissatisfied, I'm upset. Rory, you said, I was down when I cracked my ribs. I was a bit down. I thought I'd cracked them. I didn't. I just yeah. had a muscle spasm. But Good. Painful. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. Rory, you said that snuggles... Made you happy? That's a nice. Ah, we word. need to snuggles. tell people what snuggles means because yeah. I have this. Like people ask me about this all the time. Snuggles is like it's like cuddles, but it's like when you cuddle into someone. So like you can cuddle someone normally, but then when you like get close to them, um, mm. it's nice. Yes, you can snuggle down into your warm bed. You can. It's better to snuggle with someone though. Yes. Yeah. But like, or oh, having somebody in your warm bed. To warm it up. Okay, right. Uh, you can snuggle into Rory's arms, for example. Rory can snuggle <laughs> into somebody's arms. <laughs> okay, and um, you talked about this feeling of exhilaration. Yeah. I can't remember when I said it, though. <laughs> you said that I can't describe oh, this yeah. feeling it was of exhilaration. I, yeah, when I... Um, I talked about this with my friend John yesterday. Um, he, he was talking about life. And we both used to be, we used to work in the most horrendous place and we always used to be like, uh, not miserable, but it wasn't great fun. The only thing that was fun about it was I had friends there that I really liked. Um, and I was just like thinking about it and I was looking at life now compared to then and it was like looking down the side of a mountain after you've climbed it. It feels great. So this feeling of exhilaration, it's like, it's like being thrilled, but like more stronger than thrilled. Yeah, you've climbed the Everest and you're standing right there on top, feeling this feeling of exhilaration. You are I do. Thrilled. I feel great about my life. Cool. Do you not feel great about your life? I do. Vanya, do you feel great about your life? He's sitting next to me. Of course he feels great. We can maximize our happiness. We can also maintain our happiness. Yes. But they're different things because maintaining is just staying at the level. Maximizing is bringing it up to the maximum. A good collocation is a gut feeling. Yes. Feeling in your guts. It is. Like, you know whenever you feel like something bad is going to happen because you think you've been there before or you just are uneasy about the situation? You know, like, um, I don't know. Um, yeah, yesterday I went to a bar and then I went out from a bar and then I had this gut feeling that, hmm, something is missing. So I don't have something. Well, it turned out I'd left my phone in the bar. Yeah. Whenever, when else can you have a gut feeling? Like when you meet a person and you're thinking, "Oh yeah. no!" Whenever you this meet someone and you're not for me. Yeah, but you've never met them before. But you look at them and you're talking to them. And you're like, "I'm really uncomfortable." Yeah. Like that kind of feeling. Kind of intuition, right? Yeah. I've been on a couple of dates like that. They've been perfectly nice, and then you meet them face to face, and you're like, "Oh, Ooh. I'm not sure about you." So this is a gut feeling. And almost always your gut feeling is right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we just never listen to it. Yeah. Often. A good one, band nine vocabulary, is uh, impetus. 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 Wow, so advanced, huh? It is. It's so advanced, I've completely forgotten what it means. <laughs> <laughs> it's like motivation. Like, is it? Um, yeah, so there is no impetus yeah. to move forward. It's there the, is no motivation. It's the force or energy with <laughs> which force. your body moves. Let the force the be force. with you. It's not motivation. Motivation is like an active thing. Impetus is not. It's not something that um, has conscious thought behind it. Yeah, but you, can you say like it's a driving force? It is, but impetus. motivation is a different... Like, 
what how oh, best to describe it. Let's get impetus all geeky. and driving force is the overall umbrella term. Okay, motivation okay. is part of impetus. Mm. Motivation is conscious, but some parts of impetus are not conscious. You just do things just because. Ha! Wow. Now I do know what it means. Wow, Mr. Native Speaker. So you can say like um, people are satisfied with their lives. It can be one hundred percent. Otherwise, there is no impetus to move forward. Oh my God. Yeah, when we talk about uh, us being happy, we can say that uh, family, material comfort, material comfort that means money, financial well, stability. It can be, but it can also be just having the things that you need to have a comfortable life, like having a laptop, a duvet. having a phone, having a nice duvet. 30 pairs of shoes, okay. 250 pairs of shoes. Yeah, a sense of meaning. Um, a meaningful life. Which is arguably more important than having material comfort. What was it? Was it Friedrich Nietzsche that said, he who has a why can withstand any how? Ooh. Which is just like saying, if you have a reason to live, then you can go through anything. Wow. How we got through our work at BKC International House. Wow. <laughs> so Nietzsche is on this podcast. Scottish people are notorious for being feisty. Feisty? What, they have fists? Um, fist is a fist, you know, you can... <laughs> he's checking the words up. <laughs> you guys, he's checking the words up. I'm not checking what's up. He's Googling it right I'm now. Googling it, yeah. <laughs> because they use this word a lot, but I've completely forgotten what it means again. Um, well, a fist is like when... No, feisty. 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 Fisty is... <laughs> no, wow, not wow, what that wow, means. wow, okay. Feisty. No, but, but it, this means like a fist. You have feist, a fist no, no, no. Feisty, feist is, feisty is like lively and determined. Usually, at least in Scotland, the collocation is like a feisty woman. You talk about women being feisty. You do. Okay. Um, and actually, there's a group of women fighting for um, their pension rights, and they're called the feisty women because there were changes to the law in Scotland about pensions that were grossly unfair. So the feisty women got together and they were fighting to get their pensions. So it's the name of a group of women in Scotland. My mother is one of them. And it's also an adjective to describe a person. Okay. We can talk about the rates of happiness. So the rates of happiness in my country have declined, for example. I have no idea if they've declined or not. But the rates can I decline, the rates can increase. Yeah. yeah. Now we are in the limelight a lot. Like, it's the same as in the spotlight, right? Yeah, although lime, in acting, life, like this is from acting, limelights and spotlights are a different thing. A limelight is a particular kind of light, whereas a spotlight is just a thing that shines light on a particular spot. Limelight is the colour, spotlight is what the light is. Um, and I think you use the colour of the limelight to bring out certain features or highlight certain features on a person's face. Hmm. But the expression in the limelight is to be on stage in front of people getting attention. In the center of attention. Just because of this all uh, social media, we are in the limelight and we crave the approval of the crowd to keep going. So you can say like, um, what makes me happy is attention. Attention, <laughs> yes, on social That's media. That's not healthy. 500 likes. You should have a meaningful post. life. You, you, no, getting attention from people is not a great way to live your life. Like, because the attention fades. Well, oh, okay, yeah. Craving, though, Craving. is a good word. You yep. can crave cigarettes if you smoke. Crave alcohol and drugs. If you're an alcoholic or a drug addict or a Scottish person. Um, crave, I'll speak I already said drug addict. Mm -hmm. <laughs> craving is when you really want something. People have cravings when they're pregnant. Mm, pickles. 
Some people eat coal when they're pregnant. People, women. Some women eat coal when they're pregnant. <laughs> coal? Yeah. Black. This was the thing. Coal? <clears throat> yeah. Oh. Anyway, yeah, you can crave uh, some food. I'm craving McDonald's. Yum, yum, yum. Not when you're pregnant. Oh, well, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, Rory, when you are unhappy, you prefer reciting a few mantras, right? Yes. So a mantra is like a short phrase or expression that you say in your head over and over again. Um, is that a mantra? I'm the best in the world. There you go. That's a mantra. I'm the best man. I'm the most gorgeous man in the world. Okay, th- that's not is a this, healthy yes. mantra. Uh, a mantra when you're feeling down would be something like, what? Uh, what was, what's happy. the phrase in the I Bible? I am happy. This too shall pass? After Nietzsche. No, that's We're not Nietzsche. That's in, the, that's in the King James Bible, I think. Um, and it's like just to say that everything moves on. Pain yeah. is temporary. So it's pleasure. And then when Rory vents to his friends, he feels happier. Well, I vent, feel happier. They to probably vent don't. To your friends. And that's actually a very common verb to use. So what does it mean if you vent to your friends? You complain. You winch. Me, 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 me. I never do this very often. Sometimes. Unless I have a to bad decompress. day. To decompress. Yes, it's good for decompression. I, I vented to you the other day after I met that idiot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes Rory vents to us on our Telegram chat. He goes, me, me, me. He did that and she did that. And we say, oh, poor you. It's okay, darling. You're strong. You're smart and beautiful. Okay, on such a high note, everybody, dear ladies, remember that happiness is the best makeup. No, it's not. It's the best medicine. And it's laughter. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> and also, be happy. It drives people crazy. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. See you next week. <laughs> How would you define happiness? Well, there are two parts to it, in my view. The first is an absence or relatively lower level of ill feeling, and the second is an abundance or a relatively higher level of positive emotions about a situation. So I think you need both to be truly happy. What usually makes you happy? Snuggles? No, um, seriously. When, uh, when I stop working for a second and reflect on my life and how far I've come and everything I've achieved and all of the great things that are happening right now, Um, I can't. Des- I almost can't describe the feeling of exhilaration that I feel. Um, and then when I get to enjoy the benefits, like the ability to sleep in on a Saturday morning, not today when we're recording, but usually, um, and and then I get to help people all over the world. It's it's bliss. I love it. What would you do to make you happy? Well, I'm already quite happy, so it becomes a case of how to maintain that, which isn't very difficult. Uh, it's things like avoiding difficult situations. Uh, and I have enough life experience to foresee potential problems. It's almost like a gut feeling now. You can kind of look at a situation and see when things are going awry um, or could potentially go awry. And if we speak about maximizing happiness, uh, maybe it would be meeting and sustaining life goals like having a family or finding and finding joy in seeing that develop. Uh, this is in addition to seeing my circle of friends. They make me pretty happy, um, even though they're all very different people. Do you think people in your country are generally happy people? I think that most people, most places, most of the time are quite happy, or at least they're satisfied with their lives. Um, the two are often conflated, actually. Um, it can't be 100%, otherwise there's no impetus to move forward. Um, 
Despite everything, we're living in quite an extraordinary time um, with great potential for improvement and development. I think I read somewhere that people in the West, which is where Scotland is, um, are less happy than they used to be for varying reasons. And you can see elements and glimmers of this when people speak about mental illness and dissatisfaction with the way things are more often. But it could be that we're just more aware of these things. So I'd like to err on the side of cautious hope in this case. I think we're quite happy people. What kinds of things make people in your country happy? Things like family and material comfort and a sense of meaning that scaffolds all of that. Um, these are pretty universal things. But uh, if you want me to pick something specific about Scotland, um, we have this reputation for being a bit feisty and working hard to get what we want. Um, and when we do it under these conditions, then we're happy. Uh, that's my opinion. Others might beg to differ, of course. Russian people are quite feisty, for example. Are people in your country happier now than they were 30 years ago? Well, people said that rates of happiness were going down, but my understanding is that they're probably about the same, for, but for different reasons. Um, and the threats to happiness have probably changed as well. Uh, we're more individualistic now, so individual achievement is more likely to produce happiness. We're also um, in the limelight a lot more on social media, so this plays a role in determining how happy people are, whereas before it didn't, because you weren't, it didn't exist. Uh, it's sort of a paradox, because while we're all, we all want to be seen as individuals, we crave the approval of the crowds to keep going. Um, however, since more people are looking after their mental health now, I think... We are happier despite some counterindications. What makes you feel unhappy? Well, any kind of physical or emotional pain. The worst for me is when I feel like I'm unable to progress further. So I was a little down a couple of weeks ago because I hurt my ribs at the gym. I thought I'd actually cracked my ribs, but it turns out I just had a spasm. So I had to lay off it for a little while, which retarded my progress a bit. Um, but... I recovered because I reminded myself that it's not a race and I got back in the saddle easily enough. What do you do when you are unhappy? I try to analyse the situation and see what the problem is. Obviously there's like this initial reaction of like, oh, I'm unhappy. But then you can't just stay there, you have to move forward. Um, and usually I can just avoid being upset by things by reciting a few mantras in my head. Uh, I suppose sometimes if the unhappiness is more persistent it's because I haven't eaten or slept in a while and I'm hungry and tired as a result. Um, and when you when you understand that, you can pinpoint and tackle the cause. Um, and of course, I'll vent to my friends. Everybody does that. It's good for decompression. What's your happiest moment, Rory, in your life? I mentioned it a while back, actually. Uh, someone special met me off the plane when I came back to Russia a few years ago. And wasn't I wasn't me. expecting him to do that. It wasn't you. It was another attractive blonde. <laughs> um, <laughs> That wasn't the reason why it was special. It was because I really loved them. Um, it was it was nice. Um, this feeling of someone caring about you um, and they care enough about you to set this whole thing up completely under the radar. It was like quite a surprise. Uh, and I often think about that moment. Um, it's sad because it's over now, but I'm glad I had that feeling at least once in my life. <laughs>